Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking the Game podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Stephen Gillespie, and I have Jeff Hunt and Chris LeBron of the Off the Ball Network, the network that I'm affiliated with as well. This is my vice president and my president. Before we get going, just uh, if you can, just keep Austin Carr, who is my normal co-host, uh, his family and your thoughts and prayers. He had an emergency come up with his family. I don't have any details, and even if I did, I don't think it's right for me to divulge here. Um, but yeah, just keep him in your thoughts and prayers, but, uh, you know, he would want us to continue with the show. I already got the blessing from him. Uh, you got, we got a fun episode lined up and, um, we're excited to get going. But before we get into that, uh, Jeff, the vice president of the off the ball network, at least one of them, how you doing brother? I'm doing really good. Thanks for having, thanks for having me on the show. Um, you know, I was looking forward to meet Austin. I hope everything's going good. I think the fact that we got his blessing is a good sign. So, uh, I'm, I'm happy about this. It's, it's fun to be on cause it's fun to be like a non basketball expert. I'm a basketball lover. I'm not, Correct. but I'm not an expert like you two. So I'm going to, I'm going to BS my way through this and I got all kinds of questions to ask, but I'm happy to be on the show. I'm always happy to work with my off the ball network, uh, crew. Um, and we're going to have a good time. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me. And and thank you for coming. I know that you kind of twisted my arm on live, on live one of our live shows and said that you that I haven't invited you to to be on the show yet. <laughs> but you know we had to get you on, and I did get a little bit of a chance to preview your work. Then you or not. me. Then you upstage me. I upstage. Bring Chris on, man. Well, <laughs> you know, again, you know this we we're going to have three people on today. I'm so coming off the bench. Yeah. Oh, speaking yeah, of Dion Waiters, Dion Waiters. Speaking of Dion Waiters, we have Chris LeBron, who's the president of the Off the Ball Network, joining us. Decided to, you know, grace us with his presence last minute. Coming in high off of a win uh, in you know college football with the Miami Hurricanes, he's feeling himself a little bit this morning. Chris, how's it going, brother? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Excited to be on. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we got a very fun topic, and today's topic. We don't have a lot of news to get into. Austin and I covered that a couple of days ago. Uh, today's just going to be a fun show. We're in the off season, so we get to, you know, kind of stray away from just focusing on the games themselves. But we're going to talk about the way too early power rankings. And, you know, we don't have a free agency period that's happened yet. The draft is around the corner. That hasn't happened yet. So we're just talking, you know, kind of gut check feeling. You know, who do we see coming into next season? as as the contenders in the heavyweights when we have it split by conference right um you know the east and the west and you know just looking forward to a very fun show and without further ado let's kind of get going here with the way too early power <laughs> rankings for the eastern conference all right so i i developed this graphic just so you guys know jeff is kind of my my mentor in a way you know kind of indirectly he inspires me i want to be just like him when i grow up He's the head of graphics, so today I, I kind of took a stab at it. I made this graphic all by myself. I'm basically drawing the colors, and I'm you know being trained by, by Bob Ross here. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Eastern Conference, right? Number one, I have the Boston Celtics. You know, um, Chris, what what's your take on the Boston Celtics coming into next season? Where do you see them? Do you agree with them being number one? Do I have them a little too high in your take? Where where do you have them? I mean, that's not. I mean, that's not really crazy to think that they could be the best team going into next year. I mean, they uh, they were in the conference finals this year, and you know they lost to a, a red hot Miami Heat team. So that's definitely not shocking that they would be number one. I mean, they got Jason Tatum, who's a emerging superstar. Jalen Brown definitely showed out 
you know, Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker healthy. If if Kemba Walker is healthy next year, I mean, that's that's big. And also Hayward, you know, um, they got some young guys too that that are developing. They may, you know, they might have to upgrade the bigs. You know, they may need to get an, another big. That know, was going to uh, be my question to you guys. That's, that's my first to get question. Big, you know, because um, uh, that definitely might have been a little bit of a weak spot, especially going against Miami. You know, the the size. You know, um, they just they just couldn't really hang with Miami with that. But um. Yeah. Boston, you know, obviously they have everything. They have all the tools in order to be a championship team coming out of the East. So it doesn't surprise me that they're they're in the top of the two early because uh, I think, yeah, I, I would probably put them there with along with Miami and, you know, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Toronto. You know, yeah, that's definitely uh, I, yeah, one, number one is not a bad spot for them right now. OK, Jeff, you said you had a question. Go ahead, brother. Well, that was my question. That that was my – I was going to ask you guys what you thought the biggest hole was in Boston. Like They kept them out of the finals last year. And I, I was thinking big, man. Chris kind of alluded to it right there. So mm-hmm. – but and the thing I think um, that they have is, is coaching is huge. And we talked about it. We've had so many discussions about this over the last couple of months of these games, and we all agreed that what Boston did best was bring a guy in and then coach him to his ability and, and his talent. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, when we look at Marcus Smart, you know, the player he's becoming and Tatum, mm-hmm. Brown, like he, he, he coaches them to their abilities and gets them to, you know, to play as a unit. Uh, Kimball Walker even, you know, got better, you know, and he's a, he's a veteran. And that's why I wondered about the big man. Like, so just how do how, in your, how do you guys fix, how do you fix that? Like, I, I don't, I'm not the uh, expert that you guys are like, can they, can they fix – can they get a big man? Is there one out there? Well, there's several, right? And what they did, you know, just in this last offseason, you know, they added, uh, you know, Enos Cantor who, you know, in certain matchups he 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 fares well, but there's certain matchups where if he's involved in the pick and roll at all, he's a complete yeah, you liability. Can't, you can't play him in the fourth quarter on defense because he's just a liability on, on the defensive end. Right, and then they have, you know, a young, uh, you know, Robert Williams coming off the bench. He looks like he's kind of – on the up and up, you know, Brad Stevens gave him a lot of trusted minutes in the Toronto series, especially, which, you know, kind of took a lot of experts by surprise. So, you know, he, he could be on the up and up. And then Daniel Tice, I think they milked about every ounce of, you know, <laughs> potential or effort or, or production out of him. And, you know, the, the problem with him, you know, Chris alluded to it earlier was the size, you know, when he was matched up against Bam Adebayo, there's yeah, was, really that nothing. Was the biggest mismatch in the series was, was Bam, right? That was the difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I, with, I think, so just real quick, if Hayward comes in, like, you know, he's, he's there the whole time and part of the team the whole time, you know, do they take out the heat? Uh, it, it's, it's tough to say one, if the heat's going to be there because of the amount of free agents that they have, Right. You know, they have um, none and and Drogge is going to hit free agency. It's going to be really tough to see where the heat come back next season. Right. And Mm -hmm. uh, Boston could they have a few draft picks. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, Chris, I think they have what, three draft picks. Yeah, I think they have three in the first round. Yeah. Right. Right. And a a couple of a couple of them are lower ended. Right. And they have I think they have the last pick in the lottery, I believe, or the Mm -hmm. the 14th to 15th pick. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they have a couple late, late uh, first. So they could add, you know, a a center by committee even in in this draft if they felt that there were guys in there that they could trust moving forward with the guys that they have. So you got to upgrade that bench. I mean, the bench, I mean, they got to get better minutes because Sammy Ojale and Watermaker, uh, you know, that to me, that, that needs to get upgraded. 
you know, uh, yeah. you know, unless unless they're going into next season thinking that you know Romeo Langford and Carson Edwards, you know, their their draft picks this year, and, and Williams too. Williams got Robert, some minutes. Yeah. If they, those guys can can take those minutes, because I think you could get better minutes, you know, you know, better production than Watermaker and uh, Sammy Ogilvy, because they weren't all that great in this uh, in this uh, in this bubble and um, bubble playoffs. So they definitely yeah. need to upgrade with the bench because the bench was kind of iffy. So quick, you got- quick question. If you have uh, Chris and Jeff, both of you, you can just kind of, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, would you trade Gordon Hayward for Steven Adams to kind of give them a competent center? No. You wouldn't? No. And, and I'm basing that all on what I just saw in the playoffs. I would have probably said yes before they started. But when I see guys like, uh, you know, the difference in the finals in the East where Duncan Robinson and, he, you know, uh, Hero and stuff, guys that could, you know, wingman and stuff, you know, or whatever, you know, you guys have different positions, but like guys that can shoot and run, you know, do more. That makes me lean towards, you know, a guy like Hayward as opposed to an Adams. That's just my. Adams clogs up the paint too. And like when you have slashers like Jalen Brown and, and, and Tatum that need that Sometimes spacing. Sometimes in the, in the way. You need spacing, right? And mm-hmm. Adams isn't really a rim protector. Like he, he, he can, he's a good screener. He can, you know, he's a good rebounder, but you know, he's not going to really protect the rim that much. So, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I think Hayward. You know, when he when he played, you know, when he came back, I mean, he, he he's a good playmaker, right? When he when he first came back, you know, uh, from injury, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he was he was making plays, and you know, I think they could find a way to to still uh, you know implement him and him be still be productive because uh, he's he's still a good player. I I just think you know he's just got to stay healthy. I mean, it's the biggest thing is health. If he stays healthy, I think he's still a valuable piece to that team. That can that could do damage for sure. So I I, I don't know about that okay. trade. That trade doesn't really. I think they can find a cheap a cheaper option too, like maybe you know through the draft or something, a way to get a guy that could you know be more a little bit more of a, a rim protector than than Adams. Yeah, like a Nick Richards coming out of Kentucky, right? Uh, moving on <laughs> I here, mean, we, we Nick Richards too. He's, I I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's especially late value guy. Right, moving on here, we have uh, I have number two, the Brooklyn Nets. This is probably one of the more polarizing teams coming into yeah. next season. You know, they got a, a, a brand new head coach and you, you know, and, and a Steve brand Nash, new head coach. <laughs> a brand new head coach and Steve Nash. They have two of the most polarizing players in the NBA on the same team with KD and Irving. Um, they got a couple of young guys that may be on the move for another star. Uh, there's a lot to like about what the Brooklyn Nets have in front of them, especially in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Jeff, how do you feel about me having Brooklyn here? I actually, I'm surprised. I thought I was crazy when I put them up there because I got, I know when guys come off injuries, I'm notoriously like hard on them. <laughs> oh, there you go. I had, I, you can see I had them at, I had them at uh, three right there because I think that I, and I even got, you can see right there, I got KD as the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the East, um, I think he comes back and health, and I think he's he's so good that he can. I think he can carry it. Like is ridiculously early. What's that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is yeah. ridiculously I mean, early. Me. I love it. I love it. I even, oh yeah, early. I'm honest. I'm honest about my basketball <laughs> knowledge, but um, no, I mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think the Nets um can, and and I should I will say I base mine on like the end of the season results, like at the end of the regular season, not who I necessarily think are the best teams, you know, going into the playoffs. Cause that's a whole different animal. So I didn't want to go that far, but uh, no, I like it. Obviously I got the, I got the nets at three. Okay. Chris, will you see here that I have Brooklyn at two, Jeff has them at three. 
how are you feeling about Brooklyn coming in the next season, especially being a Knicks fan, right? Like you have, you have to find it pretty entertaining to root for Brooklyn. I think they're 15th. I think they, they lose <laughs> last. <laughs> last. No, no. Um, they have the potential to be the best team, right? Cause they have mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, right. But, and Kyrie and, you know, even Spencer Dinwiddie and and Jared Allen and obviously Karis LeVert showed out in, in the in the bubble. He was great. You know, they got pieces. But it's just a matter of, you know, we haven't seen them play together at all. Especially, you know, Kevin Durant didn't even play this year. Kyrie was, you know, was uh missed a lot of time and they have a new coach. Steve Nash, who's never been a head coach, you know, even mm-hmm. though he's one of the greatest point guards of all time, MVP. We, you know, coaching is, is a lot different, you know, obviously. So, you know, I, I think that's a little bit too high right now because just we haven't seen them together, but they have the potential to be one, two, you know, one or two. They may be a team that they may be a team that takes off halfway into the season. Yeah, I think they, I think they'll still start slow. I think yeah. they'll start slow. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I should have, I should have thought about that. So yeah, I just, start off slow because, you know, when you, when you got, this usually is the case with a lot. Of, like we saw the Miami team, right? When they first assembled, yep. like they started yeah. off eight, you know, nine and eight, and then they learn how to 20, play together. They learn how to play together, and then you know they went twenty-seven in a row. You know, so you know I'm not saying Brooklyn's going to do that, but you know it, it all comes down to health, right? It's it's going to be with yeah, a lot of these for teams, sure. Right? It's, it's health. Like Brooklyn is probably the number one team where health is like the main thing because you got Kyrie who's injury prone. And KD mm-hmm. is not injury prone. He just had a major, major injury. injury. He had a yep. major, major injury. So playing while injured too, you know. Yeah, that. yeah. So and like I said, new coaching. We don't know Steve Nash's, you know, style. Like we still got to see how that style. And even though we, I'm assuming it'd probably be an up tempo style. Yeah, we don't a lot know of how pick the and roll probably. Yeah, we don't know how the roster is going to look because mm-hmm. you know they may think that they need another guy, right? So they could upgrade or or so. So you know. But if we're talking about right now, uh, the ridiculously early uh, power <laughs> rankings, correct? You know, I, I would put them probably. I, I would probably have Miami ahead of them and Milwaukee ahead of them. So I probably have them like you know in that four or five range if I had okay. to right now. But they could be two or one. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be shocking if they're the you know a top two seed next year. Well, speaking of having Milwaukee ahead of them, I have Milwaukee third, and this is probably this is the biggest difference. This is the biggest difference. From Obviously, what you, see, you, see what I, you see what I think is going to happen here. I think. Oh wow! Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I think Giannis is leaving. Uh, okay. That that's that's what all this hinges on. Like you have him leave, getting traded, or you have I, I don't, just, like they I have don't, a really bad season, then Giannis leaves. No, no, I don't know the details. I guess it would be a trade. It'd have to be a trade. It would have to be a trade. Yeah. Wow. I, that's just something feels weird about weird about it, and I think that um, he's on a different team. You know you know, by the end of the season. So looks um, like you have him going to Miami here based on your rankings. You have uh, Miami second. Do you, are you feeling him getting I traded mean, to Miami? Miami yeah. Miami's, that's been my a little bit, spot, a man. little bit. But once again, it's because I don't know anything about it. I'm just <laughs> not feeling. I'm like, something's going to happen here. I just, right. I, I just don't see him doing that again in Milwaukee next year. Something just felt weird, especially the way the season ended. So I, I can't see them trading him. Even it's like the LeBron thing in Cleveland. Like, well, like well, it's I'm sure I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just hard. It would be so hard to think that they would trade him, even even though like they they're taking the risk of possibly lose. Like it's the LeBron thing, right? Like yeah. you're taking a risk. Like 
there's a there's a chance he's gonna leave, but you can't trade him because it's just crazy to think you would trade the best player in the league. So right. it kinda it's kind of it's eerily similar to the to the the Cavs situation with LeBron in, in 2010. It's yes, it's, it's yeah. Very, very and, and full disclosure, I don't know what this I know the season doesn't start till like what are we talking like October or February now, I mean. Sorry. Yeah, probably uh, right. So yeah, I, I don't, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is when yeah. Once again, oh, that would be a cool. That would be a cool day to start. Yeah, Man, yeah, I love yeah. basketball. Um, but so I don't know what the free agent like. I don't know what the schedule is and deadline is. I won't even pretend to. I just assume that they had more time, you know, to figure some of this stuff out. You know, I know the draft's coming up quick, but you know, the season they've got a few months. So, oh yeah, it was total. It's just total gut reaction. But I mean, like, hey, you never know. And that's why it's ridiculously early, right? Like, because we don't early. We haven't gone through a free agency or or you know the the draft yet, and we know during the draft we see a lot of moves happen happen yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I use you guys for my draft experts. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate that. And I yeah, and I'm happy to I'm happy to enjoy which the product that you guys put out. Right on. Well, I have Milwaukee uh, third here. I think that you know. Obviously, I think that Boston takes that next step. Brooklyn's going to be pretty formidable, you know. I, and like we mentioned earlier, you know, towards the end of the season is really where I, you know, I kind of see them taking off too. And then in the playoffs, probably pushing past Milwaukee. Uh, I have Milwaukee third simply because I'm not a big believer in Coach Bud. Uh, Giannis on this team, they're basically, you know, kind of, kind of maxed out as far as, you know, trade assets and things like that. They have Indiana's first round draft pick this season from the move that they did with Malcolm Brogdon last year. So, I mean, with Giannis and with the depth of this team overall, they're going to probably still be a, a solid regular season team, probably finish second or third, maybe even first as far as record goes. But in the playoffs, we, we know that Mike Boonholzer is pretty stubborn in his rotations and in his, you know, strategies and things like that, which is why I'm coming into this season with the Milwaukee only third here. So when you did your ranking, Steven, did you base them on, um, let's say how good you think they are, or is it, would this be how you think at the end of the season, the standings will be? I'm just curious. Well, it's kind of, I would say kind of everything mixed in one, how good I think they are on paper. Um, okay their kind of previous playoff success and, you know, the way that we've seen them be coached and so then like, the, for instance, yeah, for uh, instance, the, the nets, like Chris said, like they get a slow start, the nets, mm -hmm. you know, very might, might likely be a four or five seed, but you think that they'll be the second best team in Eastern conference. Even when when time, so. okay. I just, I'm just, you know, trying to sit here, trying to figure this out. No, it's but, all right. It's kind of like how you do like your weighted power. Yeah, rankings. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Only off the ball network power rankings. Yeah. Yeah, go check that out off the ballnetwork.com there. <laughs> the football, college football one's going to start soon. I'm pretty excited, but we'll keep it to NBA. Can't, can't wait for that. I mean, I talk NBA on your show all the time, so I can let a couple football comments slide. So it's all good. Uh, Chris, I have Miami fourth here overall. Uh, Jeff has them second. So averages out at third. Where do you have them coming into this next season? I think uh, if you're talking right now, they have, they have to be two. I think oh, they wow. Have to nice. be two. Yeah, two or three. You know, uh, they, I mean, they, they went six games against the Lakers, you know, in the finals. And Jimmy Butler definitely, you know, he definitely took that next step, you know, in his game. Bam, obviously, took he probably took two steps for yeah. his game. Yeah. He became a, a bona fide star. And then, you know, Duncan played played solid. And then you have Tyler Hero emerging. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, you know, 
if if they can get if they can if if can, if none can come in next to next season and, and be more consistent, you know, I mean, people forget. I mean, he was the runner up for rookie of the year. Like he was correct, a pretty good rookie year. You know, wow. you know, so you know, they 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 have everything. You know, it's uh, whether Dragic comes back, that's going to be key. You know, yep. if he comes back and he's healthy too, because obviously he was banged up. You know, uh, yeah, that's the biggest the question, right? So if mm-hmm. he comes back, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I think this team is will will be fighting fighting to come back and and be one of the you know the top four teams in in the Eastern Conference. But I think you got to put them, you know, uh, right now two or three. Even if they don't have Dragic, I still think this team. You know, they have a tremendous. They have elite coaching. You know, elite coaching. Yeah, you know, Spolster uh, is a is and, a basketball genius. Yeah, and they might be able to add you know some 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 vets that will come in for for you know, cheaper because, you know, just because of the culture and just wanting to, to have that chance to win. So, yeah, you know, I, uh, I definitely like this. I definitely like Miami going to, and they, they definitely put themselves in a position for, uh, to get, to grab a, a big time free agent next offseason. So, so if, uh, if you like, guys are limit for them. what do you guys think in a, in a perfect sequence? What's the, like, what's the type of player or position or whatever that Miami, if you could just pick one that they need to get, to, to get him over the top, what what position or they need or a shot like, creator? They need okay. someone who could create. The, like if they would have got Danilo Gallinari, oh, year, nice. which they I, that was supposedly you know in the works to get him from OKC, but mm-hmm. that didn't it didn't pan out. I think they need to get another shot creator because Jimmy Butler, you know, as great as he was, that's not his that's not his, his game, right? You, you can't have him being your your lead shot creator, right? I that's was like, actually shocked at how good he was at it, which in he. The playoffs. he, he he did better than I thought, right? But he, you don't like you saw the games where he was the main shot creator. I mean, he he's he's out of gas, right? He's he's literally yeah. giving you like it, you know. So they definitely got to find another guy who can help him create shot because right now they, you know, obviously Tyler Hero, it, it, you know, he he you know he emerged a little bit, you know, but I don't know if he can, you know, a lot of people were crowning him, you know, saying he's going to be a future All Star. I. I still don't see that. I think he just he fits his role perfectly, right? He could, yeah, up, he could yeah. be a really, really hard plug yeah. off the bench, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that type of role, I, I don't see him being a, a perennial all star, like some people were saying. It, that was kind of ridiculous, but you know, they got to find another shot creator. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's via trade or something, but you know, they got to find someone who can help Jimmy. You know, take the load off because when Jimmy is the primary scorer, that's he's tough. using every bit of energy, and and, and you could tell, you could tell yeah. too, like in both yeah. in all in both the yeah. series. But and uh, it hurts, it hurts his defense too, because we saw, you know, we've his seen defense it wasn't the same when he's the prim- yep. primary scorer. So they definitely you. need to help him get him another guy to help, you know, uh, you know, to help take the load off him scoring wise. Yeah, just as just as a Bulls fan, I can't you know I can't believe that, that that Jimmy is the same kid that I saw grow up as a as a Chicago Bulls. Like he he, I don't know if anybody's got that much better every year for so many consecutive years. Like mm-hmm. if you would have told me his rookie or second year when he was giving LeBron fits, but he was just that's what he was doing that he would be scoring forty in NBA Finals. Like I wouldn't have believed it. So you know, but I I totally agree. It's the effort it takes. You know, that's why a guy like Durant is so key because it's effortless. I mean, he can mm-hmm. accidentally get 30 and, you know, it's about putting the ball in the bucket. I, so, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And I would say that probably another kind of combo forward wing defender, you know, Jay Crowder was was pretty good in his role as a spot up three point shooter. And his defense really wasn't as solid as what we've seen in years pre, um, prior. So, I think getting someone who could kind of do a little bit of the same thing, maybe even in the draft, you know, Miami drafts 
excellently. Um, we yeah. see that they kind of pick up young guys off the cheap um, mm-hmm. in, in free agency. And it's not like in Miami, you can think about, you know, transactions the same way you do any other team. Like they have a very specific type of player that they look for. So, you know, when, when you have your filter that thin, you know, you're only going to be able to go out and target so many other players, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. a, it's going to be the case. I see Miami kind of taking a step back this season. Um, and again, it's not to discredit anything that they did this year. I just think losing Drogics, you know, they maybe try to deal none. Is 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 uh, he's on a minimum contract, and you know they're probably not going to be bringing him back. You don't um, think they bring Mario Chalmers back? Mario Chalmers, no. Uh, they're going to be losing probably. You know, Jay Crowder. Um, you know, Myers Leonard. You know, everybody was in love with him on the bench this year, right? Um, he's probably gone. Kelly Olynyk's probably not going to be around longer. Uh, a guy that I would really love to see them trying to make a play for if they could get him, get him on the cheap is like Serge Ibaka, I think would be a great addition in Miami. I think he kind of fits that heat culture in a sense, and he would be a great backup center to, to a Bam Adebayo. But with the East kind of reloading up and players taking the next step, so to speak, on some of these teams, I see Miami being fourth and probably, you know, in the conference finals in the Eastern Conference for next season. But moving on here, yeah, I have Toronto here fifth, and Jeff has them fourth. Uh, Jeff, when you were kind of looking at Toronto for your rankings, what <laughs> this one was crazy. I, I I went with so I went kind of the opposite of what we've been talking about. I don't think like in the playoffs I'm that worried about Toronto next year, but I just think that they're a team that is going when they start the season is going to be like kind of hit the ground running like they got it they're really well coached you know they've got some veterans we know they're going to lose uh van vliet but um yeah i just i just think that they're a team that'll that'll compile a lot of wins you know early like early kind of the opposite of what we said about the nets and stuff and that Mm -hmm. was the main reason i don't necessarily think that they're they're going to be a, a super strong team in the playoffs if it, we're assuming if the Nets are healthy and Miami gets a piece or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think they'll pile a lot of wins just by their you know professionals, <laughs> essentially, and they're well coached. You know they're they're ready to go day one. You know, and they always pick up somebody. You know, yeah. Um, I don't think they're losing. Are they losing anybody? But Van Bleet, I don't know. I don't know this answer. Well, well not Spain. He's going to Spain, and Abaka's a free agent. So it all depends. I mean, they might have to pick one of those guys. They obviously can't afford all of them, so they're gonna have to pick. Well, that's yeah. I didn't realize that. So there you go. So yeah, and they got Chris Boucher still, who was you know kind of a fringe big man too. They got to figure out what they want to do with Ananobi. Um, they still have some guys too, like Terrence Davis coming off the bench. They still have you know Norman Powell, who was pretty big for them at times through the season. So they got some guys, and like you like you like you mentioned, Jeff, they'll probably. Had a couple of guys up, right? They 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 develop players of like just like unlike any other team. So I mean, they're a team. Them in Miami, they find like, guys. They yeah. find guys in the second round, undrafted guys. And look at Fran Van Vliet was a was an undrafted. Exactly, dude. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Everything he's he's about to get a nice contract now, and you know he was big in their championship run. So and he was yeah. big. He was great this year too. So. You know they 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 will find guys. I mean, it, they they they've developed a tremendous. You know the you know their their development over there is is a is a plus. So agreed. They'll be fine. They'll be even yeah, if they roll three or three or three of those guys, they'll be fine. They'll they'll figure a way. You know, they they you know they'll they'll be fine. 
for sure. You guys make me feel a lot better about my ridiculously early. <laughs> it's all good. Of the Toronto. I'm not going to sit there and act like I watch a lot of Toronto's rappers, Raptors basketball before the. Playoffs. I can tell by your expression that when I was coming to you with the Toronto question, you started kind of giggling over there. But I did base everything on this, but I don't. I just don't have free agents and stuff, which it made it fun. I'm, you know, this is, yeah. you know, it's a, it's this is a lot easier than doing the, yeah, my football ones, right? Over. Yeah, you get to kind of cut loose a little bit, right? Because yeah. kind of, it's it's not really your forte, but you still kind of like and it. If right? I'm right, I I could tell everybody how right I was. So it's a, <laughs> it's a win-win for it's a win-win for Jeff. That's how I am with football. Because if I lose, I'm say, well, I'm a basketball guy. But if I win, I get to say, I can't believe y'all let a basketball guy. You, you did know, you did uh, call the Kentucky upset. Uh, so uh, maybe maybe we should listen more to. I also had I also had Georgia and UNC winning last night yeah. too. I mean, every every dog has his day, I right? To come on the show, I should have. I, I I had Florida State. I knew Florida State was gonna not dish, like the way they played, but I, I thought they would sneak like definitely a win. Yeah, we knew that was do. coming. We just didn't they think do. Like, right. in North Carolina, we they're not ready. They're not ready for the starter couch, but they're not ready for this top. Then they're, they're not truly a top five team. That's why. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to sidetrack. Is it? track, but. I do yeah, it's definitely not a top five ranked team. I mean, so I thought I thought there that something was something funky was going to happen in, in Tallahassee. Well, there you go, Chris. What do you? How are you feeling about Toronto? I have them fifth. Jeff has them has them fourth. Do you like them around there? Yeah, we- I like them around the, the four or five. I think, uh, like I said, they're gonna they're probably gonna lose. You know, I think they. I, I don't even think they'll bring back those guys. You know, Abaka mm-hmm. and and Van Blee, and I think Gasol's probably gonna go to Spain. Cause he wants to be closer to home. So, you know, I, I, they still have Siakam. They still got, you know, OG, you know, you know, obviously they got Nick nurse, you know, and like I said, the, 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 what they've done there, you know, they got Kyle Lowry still. And, you know, I think they'll be fine. You know, they'll, they'll, they're, they're like I said, the development program over there is just, oh. is a one and, you know, they'll find guys in the second round, late first, you know, mm-hmm. after guys and, They'll plug them in, and then they'll fit right into the culture. So I'm not too worried about them. They'll be fine. They'll they'll revamp. They'll find their next Fred Van Vliet somehow. So uh, I think they'll be fine. They'll they'll, they'll be they're in good shape. Yeah. I think o, I think OG is primed for a, a a big jump this year. I think OG is primed for you know upgraded oh, yeah, role, sure, yeah. especially how he played in the playoffs. He he gave Boston fits. He was you know just hitting almost everything that he put up. All right, so next I have Philadelphia 76ers at the sixth spot. Jeff, you have them at the fifth spot. So we're kind of, you know, like-minded here in a little, in a little ways. You know, um, Doc Rivers is the new head coach. They added uh, Dave Yeager as their assistant. You know, a lot of their faces are probably going to stand put unless they trade them, you know, meaning Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, you know, uh, Josh Richardson, and and um, Tobias Harris are, are their big guys. They also have Matisse Thybul, who – Love him as a rookie. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how they come into this season. Um, I'm kind of speculating that one of the big big two on that team are going to be moved. If I was going to move somebody, oh, wow. I, would, I, I would move Ben Simmons. I think that he's probably a little bit more versatile of a player. Chris, how are you feeling about Philadelphia coming into this year? I have no clue how to feel about them. Uh, it's They added Doc, which is, you know, obviously he's an established coach. Mm-hmm. But um, – 
this roster is still all over the place. I don't, I don't, I don't like this roster. Well, right it doesn't now at make all. any. The roster doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense. sense. This roster, I mean, it's traded by a former big man in Elton Brand, right? Like, yeah, if you consider uh, who the general manager is. This is the big man's roster, you know. They're just, I don't, I don't get this team. I mean, they've. You know, I don't get this team. It's just, it's just a weird team. You know, they, they, they just don't have. They, it just didn't seem like they were connected, right? They, when you, mm-hmm. when they played against in the first round, like they just seemed like everyone's blaming each other. They had no cohesiveness. It was just all over the place. Simmons and, got hurt. You know, you know, obviously Simmons' injury didn't help, but still, like they just didn't have the chemistry that I, they had, uh, that I that they need to be a good team and. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't know if I don't think they they blow it up this year. I don't think they'll trade, you know, Embiid or Simmons. I think they'll give it another go because they have Doc this year. So they, uh, you know, they're gonna see how Doc can. Yeah, that's what I would base everything. I think on. they'll they'll try to see what Doc can do to get this team, you know, back. And, and uh, but um, word yeah, on the street know. is is that he's pretty high on ball in this draft, and he's willing to give up Simmons to get him. No, I don't believe that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it would any be of that a very undock move. That's, real, that real just quick, makes who, zero who, sense. Who would you rather have going into next season? Ball or Simmons? Simmons. I think that oh, Simmons gets. Simmons, yeah, Simmons. Oh, really? He gets, he gets a lot of I hate think, because he doesn't shoot it, a three. Exactly. But yeah, he. It's, it's, I'm, honest, I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys. I don't, I've, you know, you know me. I don't hate on him, but I, I'm a guy that like watches his game, and I'm like, this. You know, I don't. I don't see it, but I, I trust your guys' judgment. But I, that's. That's cool. That's that's nice to hear. I got I got to look into these things. He does yeah, everything right. else like at, at yeah. a great level. <laughs> Literally everything yeah. else. Hmm. Yeah. He does everything good. He's just he's got to, you know, the shooting, which is it's still puzzling that he doesn't even attempt. Yeah. Uh a jump jump shots, you know, everything is pretty much from the free throw line in, which, mm-hmm. you know, he does Dunker's have to expand high. that game cuz to me it, it, all it would do is just make his game that much better. Correct. You know, so because if he he were to add a respectable jump shot, I mean, he he could be an MVP type player. I mean, you, you know, a, a, a guy that and, and this is ludicrous, but you know that's what I do is a, a guy that he actually he reminds me of with the skill set. But you're like, but back then it didn't matter. Magic Johnson was the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like how many highlights do you see of Magic just draining three? Like that wasn't his game, <laughs> yeah, but he can. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like a guy can. You know, in today's basketball, it seems odd for a guy to you know to have a skill set that doesn't include making you know 50 percent of your threes. But you know, but I remember seeing it. I mean, Magic was the same way. Like it wasn't you when you were in the driveway, you never shot the ball and said you were Magic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, <laughs> so it was just a weird like. As much as we loved him, so I, you know, it's 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 nice to know that. The players still exist, so I, I'm gonna start looking more into this kid. I like what you guys got going there. Yeah, he's just, you know, if this were ten years ago, like, yeah, this would be would be, be fine with it. Like, but thanks to where you need to shoot, where you have to have, <laughs> and you know, they don't have a lot of, you know, a lot of great shooting there. You know, Jason, Josh Richardson, he was a big disappointment. Fell off, yeah, out. fell off in his shooting. You know, Alex Burks was solid. You know, he's always been yeah. a solid player and stuff. You know, Maurice Tybal is is an up and coming player, but uh, you know, he he's got to get something a little bit. I'm not saying he needs to. You know, he's not going to be a a uh, you know, he's not going to shoot forty percent from three and and all all of a sudden you know because that's just not his game. But he just has to a little bit of respect, like, just respect. You know, because all people are going to do is just play you know drop defense because all, all they you know 
he can only just cut. Yeah, that, does, that makes it that clutters. Yeah, all it does is this, it's expand your game and it, it makes it for easier to get to the hole, right? That's the whole point is you want to make it as easy as possible. So if you, you if you have people respect your, like, oh, he might be able to make this, mm-hmm. you know. Look at what Giannis did. Giannis wasn't yeah. a great shooter. And yeah, he yeah. Right? So now you have to respect Giannis a little because I'm That's not, a good, yeah, he's, not, he's not locked, he's not a, 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 you know, a lockdown, you know, shooter, but. He's he like a low to mid 30s. Low to mid 30s. He's respectable now. He went from being, okay, like we're not going to even, who cares if he even tries. Now he's like, okay, all right, we have to respect it a little bit. So, in the regular season, in the in playoffs, the they just kind of dare him. But yeah, yeah like, you, yeah, because regular season, obviously, playoffs, you, you lock down, you, you know, defense is going to be a little different because you're seeing a team seven games. But in a regular season, you can, you know, you could dominate that all the time, you know, so definitely needs to expand a little bit. Maybe Doc can help you know bring that out for him that's i think going to be the big piece for philadelphia and as far as where they stand at the end of the year is how motivational can doc be you know is he going to be the type of coach that comes in and and lights a fire underneath you know Embiid and simmons you know it's it's all based on that for sure i I think think it'll it'll be better it'll be it'll be it'll be uh, interesting to to see i'm still not uh i didn't like the hire i'm not crazy about the hire I didn't like the we'll fit see. for him. I would have loved to see him. Yeah, I don't think you're – Yeah, I you, think you, he would have been a better choice for Brooklyn had they not, you know, already hired Steve Nash at the time. I think Rivers with, you know, Durant and, and Irving would have been great, you know, yeah, personally. I think that would have been a better fit, but you – know, I think it would have been a better fit, but I, I think Irving and Doc Rivers are oil and water. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And Irving's like that with most, like I I, yeah, I, he, I I like him and at the same time like I don't think he would be that easy to coach so I could see how that could be you know it was especially with Doc you know what I mean so yeah it would have been it would be interesting to would have been interesting for sure yeah but all right so seventh here I have the Indiana Pacers and seven you have them six so yeah. again Jeff me and yeah. you we're kind of like minded here um, Chris what what do you what do you think Indiana is going to do this next season? You know, they still don't have a coach yet, um, but they have a lot of their pieces are returning for this year. How, how do you feel about Indiana? They're they're in a weird spot because they're in the mid. They're kind of in the middle where they mm-hmm. they, they either have to they have to decide whether they're going to go for it and try yep. to be one of those top four teams, or they got to just shake things up and 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 maybe rebuild this thing because you know is Oladipo uh, you know obviously. I don't think they believe Oladipo is going to be the Oladipo of a couple of years ago. You know, he hasn't been the same and mm-hmm. they have to figure out if he's that dude. And, you know, obviously they, they, uh, you know, they have Malcolm Brogdon and, you know, TJ Warren did him. Yeah. But is that, is that something we're going to see from now on or is that just a flash in the pan? You know, was that just, you know, his 15 minutes, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see how Indiana is, right. You know, you know, uh, Nate McMillan's not there no more. So it's a shame that dude needs a I job. Don't even know who's going to be the coach. So yeah. you know, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a downside. Yeah, what, they don't what, have a coach right now, back, so you, we really don't back. know how. To, yeah, we really don't even know how they even. Yeah, that you know that would be a better evaluation if they had a coach who you can actually like see like okay how they can they how they're going to run. But they're 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 a weird team because right now they're in the middle and and you don't want to be in the middle. I've always said that. You don't want to be where like, like Indiana or Detroit or those teams that just like they're stuck in the middle and they yep. don't know what way to go. So, you know, 
So you much, I'm, you know, it's crazy to think. I'd much rather like either be one of the bottom teams where like oh, our, I think a lot rebuilding or better off than the top teams, obviously. But they're in a weird spot. I don't know which way they're gonna go. It all depends what they do with Oladipo. Obviously, he's been in a lot of trade rumors, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so word is he wants a max contract after next yeah, year. So I mean, I, mean, I think Miles Turner a lot of money, you know, and that's that hasn't really shown out because you know Miles Turner's, you know, I thought he would be, you know take off and be one of the, you know, an emerging player, but he is what he is. He's still a a solid big, but you know, he is what he is at this point of his career. And it's a weird fit with him. The bonus for getting hurt, hurt, hurt hurt Mm -hmm. them, you know, that hurt them, you know, going into this, but they're they're still in a weird spot, you know, uh, you know, uh, what they're going to do with with, uh, Oladipo. That's the biggest what if right now. So they have to. That's kind of what I think is, I think Oladipo is going to leave. And I I agree with Chris. I think they're going to the seventh seed. But you got to think, when I'm thinking of a seventh seed in the East, it's a 500 basketball team fighting, you know what I mean, fighting for a spot. And I think Oladipo leaves. And I think several of those teams in the bottom, like five or six teams are way better off than Indiana right now. But yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see that. And, uh, coaching really could make the difference on whether, and again, this is way too early power rankings, right? So, like, it could make the difference of them being kind it, of it like the, they don't have a coach, right? So, <laughs> it could be the difference in the you know, being a middling Eastern Conference playoff team or you know, looking at retooling and rebuilding, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and what we're going to do moving forward, guys, just to give you guys a, a, a you know, a, a, you know, a train of thought. We're going to do the eight seeds on each one and then just kind of a general discussion of, of the rest of the guys that we, you know, both <laughs> have playoffs, right? That way we're not, you know, doing 10 minutes on each team, right? So uh, last year I have Atlanta as the eight seed. You know, Jeff, you have them at 10th. Uh, yeah. Chris, how do how are you evaluating Atlanta coming in the next season? I mean, they're a very intriguing team for sure. I mean, they have <laughs> they have a lot of talent on that team. You know, obviously Trey Young, you know, uh, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, John Collins. I mean, they have, and, you know, Walter, you know, they have a bunch of guys. Capella, too, who they got. Yeah, from getting Clint Houston. Capella. Was big. Like, they, they have a, they have the guys. They have talent. You know, uh, they just got to figure out how to get it all together because they are a very, very young team. So, if they could figure it out how to put everything together, obviously, Trey Young is one of the best, already one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I like Cam Reddish a lot. You know, uh, I think he could be, you know, he's one of those guys. I wonder that, why. I wonder why yeah, you like No, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why, too, yeah. But he's one of those guys, Cameron's one of those guys where he got lost in college, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's excelling in the pros, right? It's it's kind of something I've been, you know, really big on. It's like there's a lot of guys that, you know, we, we see them in high school, like, they're, and they're, they're great, and then they go to college and they kind of get lost. And I kind of felt like that was Cam. Like he got, he was kind of in a bad situation. Obviously, RJ Barrett, Zion, you're going to get lost in that shuffle. Yeah. But you always saw the talent, and he, he's kind of showed in the pros that he's he's can be, you know, he's going to be a good one. So I think he's going to emerge. He's going to have a, a big sophomore season for sure. So this Atlanta team has a lot, a lot of, lot of good pieces, you know. And if they have, they add a good draft, you know, well, um, you know, uh, they got, I think they have what the sixth pick or something. Uh, yeah, they, they got it. Yeah, the, the definitely. They, a high pick, yeah. they, they have they have all the pieces to be a very a very good team. So uh, yeah, I, you know, I agree. Future, yeah, so they, they have all they have everything to 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 climb up and, and be to possibly get to be a playoff team. So uh, you know they're gonna be fun. They they're a league pass team for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I I I like the roster. I like the team, and I would rather be Atlanta than you know, like we say. Exactly. I'd rather be Atlanta better. than than Orlando. And, and I and I I I went the other way only because I think they'll be really good and and yet still lose some games. But I think that at the end of the year, you'll go. You know, 
2022, we're having a different discussion, I think. But uh, oh, so yeah. I, I lean the other way. I agree with everything about the, you know, what, what Chris said, um, you know, because I learned most yeah, everything. I know about Orlando it. eighth here. What's uh, Jeff? What what made you want to put Orlando eighth? Because we kind of flip flopped. You know, I have my eight my eight seed in your tenth spot, and vice versa for you with me, right? So I have Orlando tenth. You have them eighth. Not too far off, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I, I really based it on a few. Like, I assume that the difference between Orlando and Atlanta will be a couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I just, there's, I, I don't know, really. I mean, I just kind of look and, you know, oh, yeah. it, it was kind of a gut Scott feeling. Scott Isaac being out is going to hurt Orlando. Oh, man. I, I wish he would stay healthy because I'm really high on Jonathan Isaac. Well, you know what? And I should have probably, I should have, like, looking back, I should have factored that in more. Um, Sorry, you know, man. I was, I was, no, I was kind of basing it on a healthy team, and now that you mentioned, I probably, I actually, you know, once we start talking about, it, I, w- I would, I should probably flip those two, but you know, I mean, I committed to it. They just have, yeah. they're just such a under, like they're just so underwhelming because they have so much talent. You look, if you yeah. look at Orlando's roster, Fultz, like they're like, they're like a two K team where like you would use them and and they yeah, would be Mo, a great Mo team Mamba. in two K. Yeah, like they have the yeah. talent, and then you Aaron see Gordon. Like, them play and you're like, oh, like they're just like, they need they are, a they, bucket getter. They just need someone who can go out, put the ball on the floor, and get you a bucket. Because they not have even just that. It's it's they're not developing these guys. That's the problem. They're it, not developing these guys because they. I mean, they they have talent, right? I look at this roster and you got the number one pick and Fultz, and you got Gordon Vucevic, which yeah. is the most established guy on that team. Oh, correct. So, you know. Uh, Isaac, Probably the DJ Augustine was their best player this year in the in the bubble, like and in the playoffs last season. He's in the, he's his thirties, like he's on he's been on a bunch of teams. He should not be your best player, but he's been their best player. Mo Bamba has been a disappointment. Like he's still young, and and I'm not gonna you know he's a young big. Give him he's give still him young, but yeah. he hasn't showed like he's, he hasn't shown that he's gonna you know, that he's gonna take that next level, right? Terrence yeah. Roth is a, is a is a you know he's a firecracker. He's either gonna be good or he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. bad, right? You know, yeah, he, the, the human torch, right? Yeah. yeah, So like they have all the talent. You look at this team, and it's just like they're just not developing these guys right. So you know, that's do you think me, it's Steve Clifford? Thing. Do you think it's the coach? It, it could be that it just it could be Steve Clifford, um, but it just could just be that they're just they don't have the right people, you know, the right uh, you know developers over there. Like, you know, you see, like look at Toronto. Like Toronto has done this with with a way less talent that they've been able to draft, and mm-hmm. they've gotten more out of their town. Miami, you know, look at this, you know, teams like that. We, we look at with less talent, and they've been able to develop those guys, right? Yeah, because Indiana's probably been in a pretty similar situation as far as draft and, you know, players and stuff like that. But you kind of seen them always kind of a step ahead of Orlando. And it's just really odd that two similar organizations. And that's why I think that's the Nate McMillan effect. I'm really high on McMillan. I hope Mm -hmm. that he gets a job somewhere soon. But, Jeff, one of the other – Basically what it boils down to is I think you guys are just right and I'm wrong about Orlando. (laughs) I fully admit that. Now that that I think about it, like – you know what I mean? Well, I'm always wrong or, about Orlando. I always feel like they're going to take a step back and they just somehow always <laughs> wind up getting the seventh or eighth seed. Like they just always do that. Uh, Jeff, one of your biggest discrepancies as far as, you know, the top eight versus mine is you have Chicago as being a, uh, and, and I see, you know, the, the shirt that you're wearing, I'm sure that has nothing to do with where you it, put it. It has everything to do with it. But no, I honestly, th- I think, uh, I think they're a, a scrappy, you know, and I know they're not, they're not perfect by any means. I, I'm, I'm predicting that. So this is all based on this, whoever they pick at four, mm-hmm. it, it works out and they, they pick a starter. 
and that Billy Donovan, you know, makes the difference. I said, I just watch him what he did with Oklahoma with, I, I think Oklahoma's probably had a little better talent, but, but watching what he did, he was, you know, yes. was competitive. He didn't fail. And then I just think I can just see them once again, I think a seven seed you're talking like, I, I know, I don't think it's a full season, but like in a full season, I'm thinking like, you know, you're still only at like 40, yeah, 38, wins. 40 wins. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, I think they're going to be world beaters, but uh, yeah, I really do think that uh, they're going to be a seven or eight seed next year. Okay. That's fair enough. I mean, the guys that are high on guys like Kobe white. I know is a name that a lot of mm-hmm. people like you know, Zach Levine is another bucket getter. Um, they they got some talent, Chris. What do you feel about um, Jeff having them in the playoffs? You know, or being a you know a top eight seed. Do you think that they're there this year? I think they could definitely be there. I mean, Kobe White was emerging in that second in the second half. Of the, he he was balling. I mean, he had a stretch where he was just killing it. You know, for Chicago. And I, I'm a big Wendell Carter fan. I wonder why. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> big big Wendell Carter fan. And obviously, you know, Zach Levine, another guy who improved so much this year, took his game to another level. You know they have all the pe- they have the piece in it. If they, they have can- Daniel Gafford from Arkansas, I mean, what else do you need? If they, can, if they can figure out marketing, because it feels like you know uh, he's been he's been a little lost lately. I mean, he had he's a, an odd man out. He, he's they, if they got to figure it out or try to you know try to deal him to to get someone you know that can you know and get some pieces for him, but he's still super talented too. So he's know, just a uh, sore thumb on this team because they have a yeah. bunch of athletes and you know quick people, you know and. Lowry is just not that guy. He's just kind of a, a kind of a lumbering big man who who's supposed to be able to shoot threes, right? And even that, he's not like excelling at. You know what I mean? So it's and it's I'm, putting, those- I'm putting a lot. I'm putting a lot of stock in that Levine is going to take another step and be and you know when he first went there, I wasn't the highest on him, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting a lot of stock that that people smarter than me are right. And that he is as good as they think he's going to be. And take if he takes one more, you know, baby step, then I, I think that he can, you know, be the legitimate. Yeah. Now he's got to be a winner. Cause you know, he's always yeah, there you go. Pass. He's got to, mm-hmm. he's, he did it with Minnesota. And I'm, that's why I'm giving Donovan the, the, the did, nod. Donovan you know, again, has, I'm has always been good. He's always been good uh, at, you know, developing guys too. Yeah. You know, he's been doing it since, since he was at I would kill for an eight seed right now. I miss the playoffs. I would kill that's, for that's, that's obtainable. That's I mean, yeah, I think very so. obtainable. That's, it that's it very, is, you know. and then anything I can happen. Have, I have them as the ninth, as the ninth seed, right? And that's, yeah, that's probably fair. maybe being a little bit more generous towards you know the usual suspects with Indiana, right? Um, Atlanta, I have them taking a big step. I just feel like they have a more complete roster that kind of makes sense with all their players make sense with each other as opposed to Chicago. But um, you know, I'm not super low on Chicago. Chris, we have Milwaukee through you have Milwaukee, Atlanta, Washington, New York, Charlotte, Cleveland, and Detroit rounding out, you know, the bottom of Jeff's standings. Where, where do you disagree with the most here? Obviously Milwaukee you got nine. Okay. <laughs> totally know. based on totally based on them yep. uh, something I, I crazy think, uh, even with the with a lot of stuff going on with them, I I think they'll still obviously be a player. Oh, really? But um uh yeah, I think those are the bottom teams right now. I mean, unless though, I mean, Cleveland's not going anywhere. Detroit's in another team that's Cleveland and Detroit are on a treadmill. Detroit has, backwards. You know, they're 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 in trouble. Charlotte, you know, uh, this they they need a lot of help. The Knicks, obviously, they're still a far away. They're young. You know, uh, Washington, you know, if Beal, if you know, obviously Beal's a stud. You know they could mm-hmm. they could possibly be in an eight C. You know, uh, I was Jeremy Hot tomorrow was was is a is a is a emerging big. 
you know, if they're probably Wall, losing Bertons or, or they may keep probably gone, which is, you know, he's going to, he's going to be on the market and a lot of teams are going to want, you know, Berton because he could shoot, Does a, Beal, he could shoot it from Beal anywhere. Play all season? Yeah. I don't think so. I basically don't know he's not going to be there. John Wall, he's going to, he's probably going to come back, but it's just a matter of what John Wall you're going to get. Cause if, you know, he hasn't played in, he's at that point, he wouldn't have played in almost two and a half years. So to expect oh, man, him to do anything, it's, forever, yeah. it's, you know, he's, he's had some, some bad injuries. I probably so. should have put them lower. Like, I think they're, they're worse off than like the Knicks. You know what I mean? I just, I'm, I'm yeah. that was strictly by win. I have them 12th, you know, I think just because they have Beal. That's why I would still put them ahead of the Knicks and all that because Beal can yeah. is does a lot and and like yeah. said, Rui Hachimura is 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 a good player and and I don't uh, think Wall is going to be terrible. He's probably not going to be the same John Wall that we're used oh, to no, seeing, right? sure. but he's Definitely. he's still going to be. A, he's one of the things that always people I feel like underrate with John Wall. Everyone focuses on his speed, but his decision making was always great, right? And you know, he's solid defender. He was always up there in assists and steals, and I don't think that that's going to go anywhere, you know, when he comes back. I think if we did a show on all-time, like, wrong place at the wrong time players, Wall's on the list with, like, Barkley and those guys to where, like, that guy could have been a – Eric Rose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just – you know, and, and a Rose was some of that was luck, but I think Wall was just – I think he's he's turned out way better than I thought he was going to be, and you know now he's been in the league for we're pushing what ten years now. I mean, it feels yeah, like forever. In twenty ten, yeah. and you know who knows if he goes like you know look at all the guys that went to Golden State at the right place at the right time, and Golden State, and then turned into a dynasty. You know what I mean? Like Wall could have. Uh, I don't know. I just I think he's going to be on the list of like man. I I really thought that that guy played good enough to have a couple championships, and he still might. He still might, but. You it's know. going to be weird just because we haven't seen him in so long. I think people yeah. really forget about how great he was. So but um, he, like he's he's going to be one of those like he doesn't have any championships, but he also wasn't a bust. He, yeah, you know, he's just he's going to be kind of you know just one of your guys that you're going to be like, oh, he's going to be a name that you'd be like, hey, do you remember this guy type player? Yeah, you know that's where I think that he's going to be. Yeah. But they um, don't have a, they don't have much of a good roster though. Other than no, that, it's, yeah, it's not happening with this team. Yeah, but that's fine if it's good. With, if it's good for John, it's good for me, man. That's, that's and then it. I, and then I got um you know ninth through fifteenth on mine. I have Chicago, Orlando, Detroit, Washington, Charlotte, New York, and then Cleveland. Um, not a big. I don't. I don't know what direction Cleveland goes in. You know they they've been drafting guards a lot lately and trading for centers. Like they just don't have any wings. <laughs> you know, Cleveland does not care. Cleveland, Cleveland's a mess. They really they don't. They don't they, have a direction, and that's LeBron, what we're LeBron did all the G, LeBron did all the work for that team when he was there both times. Uh, on, I mean, on the court and off the court, like he built. You know, they let him do whatever he wanted, and it worked out. He was the best GM in the league for a few years. Yeah. Um, that Cleveland, he was the, he was the Cleveland Cavaliers. Absolutely, he could, Cleveland I don't think enough people there. realize how bad Cleveland is. Oh. Like, other than like, obviously, yeah, they have bad. LeBron James, but like, they've been a Agreeable franchise, like they don't know how to draft. They've been a bad franchise. They don't know how to for ages. Like, they didn't have anything going until like the nineties, right? With yep. <laughs> with yeah, they, they had a couple good years in the nineties. You know, Craig Elo, You know, Mark Price. And, Price. Yep. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. The eighties Cavs already. Brad Doherty. You know, they 80, had some guys. Eighties Cavs were legit, but yeah. that that's been since like, yeah. when their owner shoot. When did he pass away? Uh, probably 
man, probably nineties, you know, it's been forever when that guy, you know, when things change in ownership and all that, it's just, it's just one of those teams that they're just, they could care less. Um, yeah. it's, it's weird. And they got lucky. Like if LeBron doesn't go back, even though they had Irving, like Irving's not what he is now because LeBron wouldn't have came. Like they had it, bad drafts too. Like yeah, it's Anthony Bennett with the story, number one pick. Like, I'm not, like uh, number okay. one pick. Like even I was like, what? Like yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like and 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 on like I'm not even gonna blame him for not drafting Giannis because nobody knew Giannis nobody. that draft was gonna be sure, what he was. Sure, sure, but to draft Anthony Bennett like. He was he's one of to me he's the biggest bust ever 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 that I that in my life and like since I've been able to watch back like I'm sure there's been worse number one picks but even worse than Kwame, like at least Kwame Brown like had <laughs> moments where he was good like and Anthony Bennett never Anthony yeah. Bennett never had a moment where you're like okay like no, he, he never just, he just can't put it together right that's like he like Anthony Bennett never was good like, there was, was never a point where you're like okay he's good all right he just needs to no. He was just bad from the jump. Like he was just never a good NBA player. Like bad. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, I feel like that wraps up the the Eastern Conference. Right now, we get to have a little bit more of a fun discussion. You know, the the Western Conference. This is the one that yeah, I kind of if you tough. see my notebook, I scratched and rewrote and scratched and Ooh. rewrote. Like I, I was, I was, I thought I was crazy with Golden State, but I feel, I feel a little better now. No, I just I. I I changed my mind on this so much. And then I've just finally had to realize like, Steven, this is a way too early segment. You know, there hasn't been anything done yet. I can take it more seriously later. Right. But, um, you know, Chris, we have, uh, it looks like Jeff and I both have the Los Angeles Lakers, Jeff, you know, I don't know if you felt the way I did. I, it was just like, it's theirs until someone takes it from them. Well, I think that, I think they're going to add a piece, um, mm-hmm. You know, LeBron, you know, championship teams can always add a piece because who wouldn't want to go there and, and win one? You know, there may be something to the CP3 thing. I, I don't know. I don't but, know uh, how financially they're going to be able to do it. Yeah, it's a mess. I, well, we talked about it. What I tell you, I was like, they're going to play three on five if they get him. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it, but they'll somehow they'll add a piece. You know, championship team. I, I, um, I didn't want to put them there, but then I, I couldn't find somebody. It's more like I couldn't find somebody that would be better. Correct. I didn't. That you know, th- there's there's some holes on that roster. They just have two really, really, it. really, really makeup players for it. So Correct. I went yeah. ahead and put them one, even though I, I didn't want to. I, I like the number, I like the, my number two team a lot next year. I, I like my number two team a lot too. Um, even though that we have different number two teams, but um, Chris, how do you feel? Is this more like, are you more along the line of Jeff, where you couldn't find anybody who? can just pass them. You didn't want to put them there or you like me and was just like, it's just, it's theirs until someone takes it from them with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's to me, the Lakers are, are, the, are, are the best team in the West. You know, they still have the two best players in the league. So, uh, you know, they can, they can, you know, they could fill out a bunch of vet minimum guys and, and, and still be, uh, still, still, uh, probably get to the the finals or at least the Western conference finals. So yeah, I think the Lakers are still Kings until someone can prove that they can beat them, which nobody, I don't see like as deep as the West is. And it's super deep. Like the yes. worst team is Oklahoma city right now. And they still have CP three right currently right now. Yeah. On mine. But and he, I still, and Jeff has I still don't think there's a team that can beat them. Yeah, I based mine no. on CP3 not being in Oklahoma City next year. Oh, if he's not there yet, then dumb and Sacramento are gonna battle for that, you know. But you know, 
I think Sacramento will find a way to, you know, lose having Sacramento's the has bad <laughs> leadership. They, their, yeah. their, their front office has always been a well, mess. They did just, they did just revamp it. Joe Dumar is going to be taking over for, for them. Yeah. Well, Joe Dumar should have been had a job. To make right? better. <laughs> Joe Dumar should have had a job a long time ago. Yeah, correct. I, yes. I really like Joe Dumars. Really yeah. like Joe Dumars. Start to finish kind of guy. Yeah, I and think I he think gets a bad rap because he traded. He traded Chauncey for for AI. AI, AI was clearly not the same mm-hmm. dude. And then obviously the Darko draft was, you know, that's a, that's the one that's I think that's hurt one him. Really stick to I him. think that's what hurts him. But he's still. I mean, I've seen worse GMs get more, get way more opportunities than him. That uh, so he definitely deserves to get another shot to see what he can do. Yeah, I'm yeah. Root for Joe, I'll root for Joe. And I think too with LA, we're gonna look at this off season and be like. Yeah, like look at all these guys that they had, but they just won a championship. And we've talked about this on other shows, guys, where we were like, nobody wanted Dwight Howard. You know, mm-hmm. nobody wanted Rajon Rondo. They added Alex Caruso from the G League. You know, Avery Bradley was a guy that they got for like at the mid level. And th- a lot of these moves didn't move the needle. And then we saw a team like the Clippers get like all the, you know, <laughs> more sexy names from free agency all the way through the trade deadline and, and, you know, the buyout market and LA just won a championship with not having the best free agency period, you know, obviously minus getting Anthony Davis, right? Yeah. Outside of that one move, nothing else really broke right for them in free agency and they just won a ring. But I'll um, tell you the one red flag that they have is like, and I know he's immortal, but Le- you, you know, you're one of your oldest players is still has to carry the team to a certain point. I just that's that that has to that has to like catch up to you at some point. And I don't know if it's next year, but at some point, like you know, your 35 year old can't be the guy that like you count on when your superstar is yeah. having a bad game or gets two fouls in the you know beginning of the first quarter or something. That's a, that was the biggest chink in the armor I saw. I was like, man, how you know, eventually this guy's going to get tired, but. He didn't. He didn't. Obviously, no, no. I had a point guard. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be CP3. It could be Dennis Schroeder from Oklahoma City if they're looking to move him. It could be Derrick Rose from the Detroit Pistons if they're looking to move him. I like, like that. I saw a whisper about that today, only because I, you know, I like uh, Rose so much that I would like to see him be on a really, really, really great. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see him accidentally get a ring. He's one of those guys that he he's going to get a ring in five years, and he's never going to play a minute, and I'll be happy for him. <laughs> there you go. I have um Golden State here um as my number two team. And then Jeff, you had them at number four. So it looks like our four and our two are swapped here. Um Chris, where do you fall in line between Golden State and Dallas? Do you do you tend to th- like where I have them two and four respectively, or do you like them yeah. flipped? I think they're in that range, that two to four range. Okay. I can see either or. You know, uh, obviously, you know, they've had they have championship pedigree. So but, you know, a lot of, you know, Clay's come back from an ACL, you know, Draymond, you know, banged up, you know, uh, Steph was banged up. You know, they're going to have, you know, a- adding Andrew Wiggins to the rotation and, you know, they got to figure out some pieces, you know, uh, you know, Eric Pascal was was a surprise last year from Villanova. You know, he played some good some good minutes as a rookie, you know, so I mean, they, they uh, you know. They're gonna have to. You have to get back in sync because you know they took a pretty much a year off, everyone, and uh, they got to get back in sync. But you know, uh, you know, 
can't count out the heart of a champion. And, you know, you know, they have, you know, uh, they're going to have, have all the motivation in the yes. world back to that level. And because, you know, a lot of people are just forgotten about them, yeah. you know, because I mean, it's crazy to think one year and you just, you know, you forget that this team went to five straight finals. So yeah. Yeah, allow, for, allow me to introduce my reintroduce myself. Do you guys, do you guys think Wiggins can, can, can be a star for them? Or you know, quote unquote, it's a perfect star. role for him because he doesn't have it to. Like there was too much pressure in him for in Minnesota to to mm-hmm. be the guy, and he just he just wasn't. He's not built like that. So I think he can he, thrive there. Yeah, I think he could, he's the, he's going to be the third option, scoring option, and mm-hmm. I think you know they're they're in a they're in good position. You know, he's gonna he's gonna be in a good spot, and I think he could excel in that position at the. He's third probably going to be going up against bench units too on this team, yeah, or he could be the number one guy off. You know, not you know against the sec against other teams' second units. I mean, mm-hmm. he can thrive in that. So I think it's kind of the uh, like what Harrison Barnes did, uh, right? Yeah. One of the years did. I think he'd be a better version. I yes, think I mean, I think more than Harrison. Harrison Barnes just started just becoming a you know a, a perimeter shooter, but I think okay. Wiggins can do a lot more than that. I, so. I think he can be. Yeah. really really good there and like, he, and he can, he can, he can benefit his defense too because people forget he came in he was he was one he was the best defender coming out of kansas like he was so supposed alleged. to be a, a two-way player but you know he was relied on to be a scorer in minnesota so you know it kind of yep. you know it kind of hurts defense so now maybe he can help he could do more on defense you know especially with clay you don't want clay running around too much because he's coming off the acl so maybe and you know, draymond helping him defensively draymond you know i think the defense is going to get better i think the defense yeah. could get better and you know and now and then they're going to add the second pick in the draft right. you know so they can possibly add another you know uh, another player to that so i think they're they're in good shape and they're so, a good uh, team when they draft they can afford to draft for 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 to fill yeah. a void rather than they're not they're just they're taking the best player, bro. Which, so if it's like Isaac Okoro, like if they were to get a Isaac Okoro, I think yeah. that'd be a perfect you, fit for him. Add, add perfect that, fit. Yeah. Add a big yeah. name like that, like a big guy like that. Uh, I'm athletic. Wiseman. Uh, Wiseman. I mean, Wiseman could be good, but you know they like to be. You know they don't want to clog the paint too much. They like to be. You know they want you know more spacing. So I think. You know, I, I was I used to, I was you know at first I was like they should get Okongwu or Wiseman, but I think adding a Coral just gives them more spacing. Another big dude, you know, who could slash and all that. I think coming off the bench, you could have you know I think that the help be big. the second unit. So because they like spacing on their on that team, that's why they usually don't go after big time bigs. You know, like that they get their you know solid bigs who could screen and all that. And all yeah, that kind of black yeah. So they, they can open up their shooters. So I think uh, getting a guy like Okoro would be oh, a be home nice. run for, for both. Because Okoro – Like or, another shot creator too. Or, like or, a, or, or, you know, it can improve the – you know, help them in shooting. Because, you know, you know Lonzo's uh, – I mean, not Lonzo. Um, Lamelo's issue is 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 uh taking better shots, right? What well, what better place to take better learn how to take better shots than <laughs> yeah, right? right? The greatest. And Oro's issue is he, he's not a great shooter. What better place to learn how to shoot than than Golden State? You know, so I think it's they're in a, they're in a luxury where they can yep. literally who you know any player can they want they they have the look they don't need they have no major need they, they can take whoever they want so yep, they, they want the rare team in their situation it's kind of like Detroit in 04 right in, in 03 I mean yeah. Detroit was coming off you know that's you know the same situation right they they're picking off luxury right they made the wrong pick but <laughs> that's for different situations <laughs> yeah. but it's kind of that situation where you have a team that won 50 plus games you know they had a bad year 
and they just happen to like you know it's like that that Spurs like you know they just happen to have a bad year and boom they got luck and they got Tim Duncan and then yep. twenty plus years so maybe this could be like they draft the right guy and then they they, they continue the the dynasty so that's know, they're they, in a good spot they trade for like a Devin Booker or Bradley Beal or, or they could like I said they can make a deal or flip. Wiggins in the number two pick and get a you know someone too. big so they they're in a prime spot they're where they can nice do a spot. whole yeah. lot of things. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So you had them fourth. I had them second. Moving on to our third seeds, you have the Denver Nuggets, which I have them fifth. Jeff, what made you want to put Denver third here? It's another one of those teams I think just hits the ground running. They don't really need. They don't need to change much. I. I, I everything that we saw out of Murray, what I think was a hundred percent legit i don't think i th- don't think it was uh misleading at all and i think that you're going to get that from day one of the season and um what do you guys call is it a joker is that what you guys call him yeah Jokic, the joker yeah i think that's i think he once again i think that's all everything that happened in the playoffs i think is legit and i think they're going to pile up wins you know from day one they're going to be one of the the better teams at the end of the year we'll see you know if, if people catch up if the golden state warriors get things together and it, just like we just talked about and all that, but um, I, I just I don't know. They, I mean, they, they played great with everybody put in front of them. And they played some really good teams, and then some of the West is going to take some hits this year because of guys leaving and the whole Houston breakup and things like that. So yeah, I just I, I think they're they're plug and play day one is essentially why. It's going to be interesting too to see how they make up for you know Paul Millsap leaving. Probably I think he goes to another team. Maybe that. Miami culture is calling for a Paul Millsap, which would be pretty interesting, right? Yeah, nice little spot. But, you know, they got young guys, you know, looking to improve with uh, Michael Porter Jr. I think everyone's really high on him. It's hard to not like a 6'10", you know, wing <laughs> right. shoot effortlessly, right? Um, this was def- probably my favorite team that I didn't know anything about to watch during the bubble. Yeah, and I have them fifth simply because I think defensively they're just going to be such a liability um, losing Paul Millsap and uh, but I don't worry about that till the playoffs. So once again, that's where that factors in. That totally would be- understand, Jeff. Uh, Chris, I'll get to you real quick. But Jeff, um, my number three team I have is the Los Angeles Clippers. Right, you have them all the way down to fifth. So again, we're kind of swapping here. Um, the same difference. I believe what I saw. I think that was the right team. Um, I notoriously for ten years despised uh, Paul George because of the up and down and the. Um, more talk than show game and all that. It's kind of a personal thing. Um, I just, and I believe, and then, you know, with the coaching switch and all that, I don't think I usually whether smoke, there's fire with uh, stuff like this. And I think that see, it's Kawhi is a guy that is quietly, not quietly, um, quietly protest. Like he doesn't come out in the media and say he's kind Mm -hmm. of the opposite of LeBron. LeBron says a lot of crap. But then nothing ever comes out of it with his teammates. And I think Kawhi might be the opposite. I don't know if he, him and Paul are the same type of player, and you're never going to hear it. But uh, I, I don't think that they, they mix well. You know, I don't think they're in this together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like LeBron and AD are. And so I just think it drop. I think they're, it just drops them down a couple of notches. I think they're a really good team. Um, and I totally believed in them during the playoffs, but there's just something, there's something there. So yeah, I, I essentially just hit them up just cause I kind of just like the way they, <laughs> they go about their business. Right. All right. So Chris, you, you and I were both really high on the Clippers. I think, you know, we both had them actually winning it all this year. Right. If I'm not mistaken, we had them going up against the Boston Celtics together. So like our finals were identical. 
We both believe in the believed in the Clippers last year. They just got rid of their head coach. They're bringing in Ty Lu, who you know, say what you will, is a, a former NBA champion. Um, they're bringing in Chauncey Billups, who is looked at as a, a a great basketball mind. Although he has no coaching experience, a lot of people, such as myself, are really high on his you know upside as a coach. What do you think about me having them third? Would you would you kind of have them there too, or are you more like Jeff and see them really at the end of the day being more of the fifth best in the West? Uh, yeah, I think that range is that's probably their range is three to five right now. Um, they're not going to probably not bring it back Montrez Harrell. He's probably going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a big loss because he was you know that he was a staple off the bench and a real big energy guy that you know you know, really was integral part of that second unit. But, um, you know, it, it's, I still can't believe they, they, they didn't, they didn't blew it. Like still yeah. can't believe it. Like they, they were the, they're better than Denver. Like they're yeah. better. They're they were really better. good. They were a better team and they're, you know, they were the one team built to beat the Lakers, right? Like mm-hmm. out of every team in, in the, in the bubble, they were the one team that you were like, okay, like everyone said, that's the NBA Finals. Is the Lakers versus the Clippers? I agree. Those are the two too. best teams, right? And I think I think a lot of people thought that was going to be it. And they were up three one, up by like what fifteen points in that in that game five. And mm-hmm. you know they blew a ten point lead next game, and they were up they were up by ten in game seven, and they blew it again. And they it just went, they just didn't have the chemistry. The yeah. chemistry, like I think that's what killed them. And like when you have two stars like that when you have two guys who are not true alphas like Kawhi is so quiet and Paul George is, is relatively quiet even though you probably hear him a little more than than uh in the media than you'll ever hear he's from not Kawhi. demonstrative on the court but right? he's not he's not a he's not really like do people really respect what he has exactly well he's right? he's, a, that's he's, the always, thing is, he's a fake leader he's, he's always he's a he's a he's always been a great player and it's, that's not this thing but do people you know, like take him serious as a leader right so when you your two best players are guys like that you know it's it's kind of it's kind of a weird dynamic you know that's why i was you know that's why it was weird when they picked paul george to be the the you know the robin to Kawhi's mm-hmm. batman it's because i'm like is that truly a good fit? I understand why you did it because you yeah. had to get Kawhi. So obviously, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And that's, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going to give them, you know, I'm not going to get on them for that because that was the right move. But um, yeah, it just, it's just a weird fit. You know, when you have, especially when you have two guys who play essentially the same position, they, they're both, you know, they both need the ball and all that. It's it just a weird fit, but they still, even with that, they still were up three, one, you know, that's, yeah. They had to finish it, but you know, know. yeah, they had it. Yeah, they had it done. So it's just, it's just. Yeah, I just, I think that they're that they're lacking a a shot creator, like one who can create shots for other people, right? Like a lot of these guys are isolationists, right? But they don't really have like a guy who can drive and find the open guy, like a dynamic playmaker, so to speak. Which, you know, maybe they move Paul George to get that. You know, maybe maybe Brooklyn is a is a team that I'm hearing that you know, could be in the market for a Paul George and maybe send a Spencer Dinwiddie and a Karis LeVert back to a, to a Los Angeles Clippers team, you know, who knows. Right. But, um, I think, you know, moving on Dallas, I have fourth Jeff, you're a lot higher on them, you know, as being your, your second seed here. Um, I have, they're, they're a hard team to beat in and beat night, night in and night out. I'd like everything I saw about him. Yeah. Luca gets better. Um, I just, 
I, they'll add a piece. You guys would know who they are, but I'm sure there's there's a you know piece of puzzle they could add out there. But I mean, I, I'm yeah, I'm totally up on them. I think as far as a regular season team, like they're going to be, you know, I think Luke is going to have a you know I put it on he's going to have an MVP type of season to where like a team like the Lakers doesn't have to do that. The Lakers, mm-hmm. LeBron could be an eight seed next year. He don't he doesn't care as far as like getting into the playoffs. To where I think Dallas will be, you know, more of a regular season you know team and a playoff team. I think they got a good chance next year. But I know they need a a piece. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of high on them. And a lot of it's because I got the Clippers coming falling back too. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, I like Dallas a lot. I I don't see them as being second, you know, being the second best team in the West. But I like them a lot. I think they'll get there. Maybe even next, you know, the year after. Um, I, I originally yeah. thought they were another year away, but then I was just like, "Well, it's ridiculously early." So I went. Then with why not have some fun with it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Luca is the truth, man, and uh, KP. You know, depending on the matchup, can can give you fits. Chris, do you like Dallas here at four, or do you like them a little higher? I actually think lower. lower. Okay. Lower. All right. Simply because it's not because of Luca. It's just Kristaps. Uh, you know, health is an issue, right? It's been an issue since, <laughs> yeah. since he was a part of, you know, the Knicks, right? It's always been an issue. Yeah. And, you know, if he's not 100% and if he's not the same, you know, it's going to be tough for them to, to you know, for Luca to have Luca magic on a night in, night on basis, right? And especially in the West. True. Right? That. Yeah. So I don't think, I think they'll, I think they'll be around the same where they were this year, a seventh seed. Okay. Seed, you know, it wouldn't even be surprised if they don't even make the playoffs because it's wow. Just, like Ooh. they got like their their roster like they don't play defense. <laughs> they they play zero defense, right? So you know, and Luca has some has some injuries too, right? He he's been he's got some some bang he's been banged up, and you know, so it wouldn't surprise me if they don't even make the playoffs. You know, hmm. but to me, it's not even. But it's not you know. I think they're a year away. Like they're yeah. I think they're priming themselves for next year's free agency. To me, yeah. So, get that international big three going on i'm really high on you a year away from you know they, they still got to add a few more pieces yeah you know, around luca and get this team um because right now constructed they're still you know dennis and i'm not dennis but junior um tim hardaway jr you know played a good role as as being you know third fourth option so he was solid mm-hmm. you know um curry Seth, you know, Seth, Seth Curry has has excelled at his role of coming off the bench and being a spark plug off the bench. But Maxi uh, you know, Kleba is really good on this team. I'm, yeah, I'm a big they, Kleba guy. They still they still need some 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 size to uh you know for sure. So uh, but uh, yeah, I think they're a year away. So okay, all right. Well, um, we both talked about our fifth seeds already. Jeff, you have the Utah Jazz at six. I have them at eight. Um, you know, Jeff, what made you? so high on utah well essentially i it was more of uh other teams coming back a little bit you can see you know when you look at my list i've got the rockets i think they're going to blow it up and i think people are going to be gone i think they're dismantling it i I really do so Mm -hmm. basically dropping them out of it you know you know somebody had to fill that void and then um of course you know i like utah's uh you know they've, they've got some really good players they're young i guess i guess i think that the west might not be quite as good top to bottom you know this year as it has been in the past so i try to think of who could who could fill those spots and i'm down on i'm down on the pelicans and i'll totally honest just because of what i saw in the playoffs that's not fair but what else i got to go by you know what i mean i didn't go i'm not i won't lie to anybody i didn't go back and break down pelican game tape 
Um, <laughs> sure. so I, I'm really, I'm going by what I saw and the disappointment that I saw. So I'm probably holding that against them. You know, I think Oklahoma, you know, blows it up. Uh, you know, then we, you know, we know that the Kings and the, so I basically, somebody had to fill that void and I don't, I should have, this is probably a spot where Portland should have been there for me. And, uh, I, I was hard on Portland. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, I just, some, I had a bad taste in my mouth after that Lakers series that, that they were exposed a little bit. And that, um, I may, I may not believe in the Dame, you know, like the him and CJ together. They're, they're, there's something weird about him that I think he might be more a little more selfish than than he than people think or you know what I mean like yeah I think the narrative is that oh he's carrying his team and he'll do anything and he'll do all that but then I watched the lake you know and he was hurt and it's, it's I like Dame I, I don't I don't mean to put it that way but I think it's a little Paul George in where I don't know if he's like actually carries the team as much as he I think he can get sixty. And if they lose by one, is a little more okay with it than he should be, and that's that's harsh to say about somebody. But I'm just there's something. But I do. I but I like the guy. You know what I mean? But yeah, I like what he did. But just I, it was the Lakers series that really like threw me off. So right. yeah, that's, no, no no rationality whatsoever. Okay, uh, Chris, Utah, where you have them? I have them eighth. Do you have them in in the top eight at all? Do you have them taking a step back? Where do you have them? Yeah, I would say they would be a top eight seed for sure. I think okay. uh, Donovan Mitchell took his game to the next level. Yeah, I'm uh, big spider guy. Yeah, you know, love that guy. Uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert was 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 good. He's not. He's been good for a while, but he definitely he expanded his game a little bit. He definitely got better too. They have they have uh they have they have a good team. They have a good team, and uh, you know um, I think uh, I think they'll. You know, uh, they just—they're just another one of those teams where they're a piece away too. They're—they're just a piece away from taking that next step. You know, um, so uh, you know, but they—they blew a three-one lead too. Like you know, we—you know—they blew a three-one lead to Denver, and they could have been in Denver's position. You know, we would be talking, yeah. You know, so uh, they—they have to overcome that. But um, they definitely—they—they got—they got got a good team. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're an eight, a top eight team for sure. All right, well, and then I have Portland as my sixth team. Uh, I'm really high on Dame Lillard. I'm probably kind of on the opposite camp as what Jeff is. I think Most that he – Must be yeah, well, But you have a fair take, you know. I mean, he's – maybe the narrative isn't as as illustrious as what it's being painted out is in, in real life. You know, I, I think that he is like kind of a natural-born leader and a, a guy that you want to be heading up your team. I mean – if a team like if a team like Philadelphia had a Dame Lillard instead of a Ben Simmons, you know, with him and Embiid and the rest of those guys, I would think that Philadelphia's floor is automatically elevated just by Dame's presence alone. Um, what, I worry, not, what I worry about, real quick, about Dame Lillard, a comparison would be, and I've said this for years about a football player named Philip Rivers. He mm-hmm. he gets to he gets to do all this in a comfortable spot where he's not being destroyed you know by the media and all the pressure to win championships like if you play in a new york or in a place like that so sometimes he's like like we're we're seeing philip rivers now this year you're like this is the same guy that that we've seen for you know whatever 16 years on the west coast that gets gets go fly under the radar a little bit and and you know and and lillard's in that great spot of like well you know it's portland they don't have the players blah 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 so that that's what concerns me is that if he played for you know boston would it would it be the exact same? I don't know the answer. But I would love to see 
see him in Boston, to be perfectly honest. With you. I love him in Chicago. I don't want I don't want to act like that he's not great. Like right. I'll, I'll take him tomorrow. I just don't know if the narrative is you know is quite what it is. But uh, I see your point. I think you're That's probably right. right. I think you're probably right. Well, Chris, how are you? Do you Portland as as the sixth seed, or as you have them uh, on Jeff's? You know, the ninth. Do you see him? Do you see them being more along Jeff's camp? You know where. It, basically where they were this past year, right? Like they were the ninth seed. A lot of that may have been due to injury, but um, do you think they, they should could be better? Than, they should be better than what they were this year. This year was, was a weird year. They had a lot of injuries. Nurkic not playing for most of the year. You know, uh, Trevor Ariza, you know, uh, they, they had a lot of injuries. You know, they dealt with a lot of injuries and all that. So I, they should be better. They definitely should be. Uh, better this year. Dame's obviously a, a star. You know, CJ McCollum, you know, is is a tremendous player. And Nurkic, healthy for a full season. Nurkic, he, is, that's, wow, that's, that's huge. Yeah, that's what a month. Trevor Reese, you know, if Trezor, Trevor Reese comes back, you know, man, I like Trevor Reese. Rodney Hood, Rodney Hood, he blew out his Achilles. You know, uh, if, if he can come Trent back, Jr. you know, they uh, Trent Jr. emerging, you know, he was big. If they can get anything from Anthony Simons. You know, uh, that would be huge up the bench. I mean, uh, you know, John they, Collins, they pills, yeah. you know, John Collins. I mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, that, that'll, you know, they definitely, uh, they have the pieces. And to see a little, you know, maybe if he can emerge off the, as, yeah. a, as a scorer off the bench, you know, they got some good, solid young pieces along with some good vets. So, I mean, they should be better. It just flat out, they should be better. Yeah, but, I think you've changed my mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Because this is well, way too. Exactly what I'm here for. No, no, I, I like, I like, you know, th- those are all, those are all great points. When you, when you start pointing out the roster that wasn't there, you know, mm-hmm. especially guys like Ariza, who I love, um, it, it does. I mean, that stuff does factor in, you know. So yeah, absolutely. All right, I have Houston being my seventh seed. Jeff, I, I love yours. I wish I was as confident in, in the team that you got. To be your seventh seed, you have Phoenix, Chris. Who are you, yeah, more, in, yeah. who are you more in line with? And and then we'll go to Jeff. Who, do, who who's the better seventh seed in your eyes, Houston or Phoenix? Ah, uh, man, that's tough. I'll still go with uh, I'll still go with Houston because of James Harden. Um, mm-hmm. he's still he's still the best scorer in the league. So I still got to go with him. Obviously, we don't know how the team's going to look. Is Westbrook coming back? You know, uh, do they add size? Do they finally get themselves a guy who's bigger than six seven? Yeah, Daryl Morey is gone now. Daryl Morey's gone, so maybe they'll have go back to a traditional style of basketball. You know, not you know try to you know uh, do all this analytical stuff and and you know uh, and and go think out of the box, which is fine. You can think out of the box, but this was kind of a little a little too much, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be. Yeah, you know, I'll still go with Houston. Phoenix still has to show me. Like, just because they went eight and on the bubble doesn't. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh, they're, they're. You know, they're like gonna I did. That next like <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was cool. But you know, I um, got my feelings too, Jeff. Like that eight and yeah. no run. Like, to if they the had ball. played better in the regular season, they wouldn't have been in that position. <laughs> they, like, wouldn't so have, like, they wouldn't be. Yeah, they wouldn't have been in a position where you know they were. You know, even though they went undefeated in the bubble, they still uh, didn't. Uh, make the you know the playing game so that's don't yeah. know for not for not you know doing what they're supposed to do in the regular season but it's still gonna be interesting i like the team i like monty williams as head coach i think he's a good coach oh, you know uh they didn't have a kelly Oubre either in the bubble so you know Love adding him you know, Poppy. adding, a, adding a, a, a wing like him you know so they have the piece and then they got obviously you know the draft picks so um we'll, we'll see but I, i'll still go with james harden he's still 
you know, a premier player. And uh, I still think they have, you know, with Robert Covington and, and uh, you know, they still got some good pieces and, and I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll get a, a team that's more, that'll, that'll be able to help James a little bit. And whether that's trading, uh, you know, uh, Westbrook or all that, the dog wants to come in, but, uh, no, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Westbrook. Cause uh, you know, uh, I don't know how they, you know, I don't think they see him long term as as that that piece to help him. So we'll see. But uh, I'll still go with with uh, with Harden because he's still a premier scorer. They just got to get him help. He needs help, man. He can't he can't do it. He can't score fifty points every freaking game and you know expect him to uh, to carry this team because you know they haven't given him a lot of help, especially last year. With that was a joke. I, I still don't understand why they did that. They thought it was cute. Didn't work obviously because they no. saw the Lakers and the Lakers just destroyed mantled them. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, Jeff, I know that you you see some moves breaking this team up down the line. Yeah, I think it's I I, I think that's that's what the deal was. I don't I don't think that when they bring in the more quote unquote traditional type of coach, I, I don't think it's going to work. I think Westbrook's a problem. I don't think he's like you know totally down. Mm-hmm. I think he's just there's something there's something weird about about the guy, and I think it's going to disrupt disrupt the team. And then um, I don't I don't know if Harden is going to automatically go back to, you know, a more conventional style of basketball. He may. I mean, he you know, but it's been so long that he, you know, basically it's been run and gun for him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all. I think it's just, you know, it's it's just a matter of like this team at the end of the year, the roster may look totally different, just in my opinion, like some crazy stuff. Because Houston can always they can always get talent. You know, they've you know, Texas teams can always get you know, guys to go there because of, tax. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean, that's exactly right. And that, that's, I always, that's why I lean towards like the Texas teams like Dallas and Houston to pick up some guys here and there. So that's all. I just think that Houston's like, you know, I think they're going to be more like a golden state warrior in two years. We're going to be, they're going to jump right back up mm. you know, have a down year, but you know, who knows if they stay together, they're obviously a playoff team, you know? Yeah. And I think too, you know, with a new, they don't have a head coach and they're kind of promoting the assistant GM who, who, you know, assisted the guy that just stepped down. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And the last, you know, the, the playoff teams that we have to discuss between, you know, your, your rankings and mine, Jeff, are the, are the Memphis Grizzlies. You have them eighth. I have them 10th. Um, I, it's really hard. It was really hard for me to omit this team because I'm a big believer in Morant. I love Brandon yeah, Clark. Yeah. You know, I you know, <laughs> I love you know Triple J. You know the the power forward that they have, Jackson Jr. Right. So there's a lot of guys to really really like on this Memphis Grizzlies team. I just think that some of the more older teams, especially with Golden State coming back, um, I think that they're just kind of on the outside looking in. Um, and this and, is where like me dropping Houston out makes the difference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what we're And I'm not quite as, uh, I think you had new Orleans. Did you have new Orleans above Memphis? I did. And I just think it's because of the depth that they, that they're going to have. Yeah, and I don't blame you. Once again, they just left a bad taste in my mouth and just something felt weird about it. No basis whatsoever on it. I mean, and they're going to have a new coach too. So they're not going to have Alvin Gentry, which I think is going to make a, a, you know, yeah. a decent difference. Like I almost put them as my eight seat over Utah, but I'm just a big Quinn Snyder guy as a head coach. Be, those three teams will be really, really tight at the end of the year. I, I, I think you're right. Um, yeah, Chris, how do you feel about uh, Memphis being Jeff's eight seed in the West right now? Surprise me at all. I mean, that's definitely an ascending team, you know. 
and think they, you know, if they had Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe they're the eighth seed. But uh, definitely, John Morant is is a superstar in the making. You know, uh, like I said, Brandon Clark too, another guy. Love Brandon Clark. You know, uh, they got some, they got some dogs. That Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, I think he'll take that next step, and and because he has superstar talent, like Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. can be a superstar. It's like he's just so gifted. You know, and uh, I think next year he can he could pull it together. And, uh, you know, they're bringing in Justice Winslow next year, which kind of hope that he stays healthy. He's another guy, you know, injuries have really hurt his career, you know. um, So if he could stay healthy, that's a guy off the bench, you know, who can play some defense and and do, you know, uh, and be a slasher for them. So that wouldn't be surprised if they're the eight seed next year, because if John Morant, it's crazy, you could think John Morant could get even better. And if, I mean, getting better is scary. Like, that's like, that's like, and I'm I'm basing on that. I mean, I just, he's he's there. He could be, take that Derrick Rose next step because he's, you know, that Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. that's a great comparison. They took that next step and then they took their games because just getting stronger, I think, is going to help his game so much because he's got the, he's got the feel and the vision. If he just, you know, and this is why I put him up there. I I think that's going to happen. I'm just, you know, optimistic about that because just, Strictly because I just enjoy watching him play so much, so that's yeah. that's what gave him the nod. I just couldn't uh, force myself to say anything negative about well, it. So. it. It hurt me leaving them out just Valentine's because. Too. I mean, Valanciunas was a monster. Love Valanciunas. Yeah, yeah. love Valanciunas. So, I mean, they 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 got some good players. You know, Tyus Jones too. Tyus so. Jones, correct? Yep. They Grayson didn't have Allen him last year. They got a lot of Duke. Uh, they could they could they could get rid of Grayson, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen would play good in the bubble. You know, they got some. They got he some had a pretty good bubble. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they could get bubble. rid of Grayson Allen. He, he he was good in the bubble. They got guys. They got guys. D'Anthony so, Melton was a was a great player for that team Melton, as well. Yeah, so Melton was good. They got guys. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they're if they're a playoff team. You know. All right. So Jeff, you have Portland, New Orleans, Houston, OKC, San Antonio, Sacramento, and Minnesota in that order in the West, rounding out your bottom teams. I have New Orleans, Memphis, Phoenix. Minnesota, San Antonio, Sacramento, and Oklahoma City rounding out the bottom end of my Western Conference. Uh, Chris, how do you feel um, about you know the bottom teams that that each of us have? You know, you take a look at mine here, and then you know Jeff's is right here. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I agree for the yeah. most part. Yeah, it's. I think you know San Antonio. I think the it's we're we're slowly seeing the decline of the the pop. Dynasty where he's going always making Which the playoffs. I never thought I'd last did. year, and I think it'll happen again. Uh, Sacramento just don't see, you know, they have the pieces. To me, you know, injuries too hurt them. Um, I think Oklahoma City trades Chris Paul, so I think they take a yep. step back. You know, they won't be a playoff team. Um, they probably trade Stephen Adams too, in my estimation. Yeah. I mean, they I could. Should, I should have had Oklahoma lower. Minnesota is another team where I mean they have talent, but you know uh, they're they're a weird team too. Obviously, they have they're a piece pick, away. So they might be a farm. They might be one of those teams that's going to be a farm system now. Like they might just constantly get they their have, players. They to- they're going to score a lot of points. They're just gonna mm-hmm. just you know maybe probably you know, more than they put up. <laughs> they 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 might have the worst defense in the league. But uh, here's yeah, looking uh, at you, Washington uh, Wizards. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't. New Orleans to me, you know, uh, they have potential to be a playoff team, but I still, I think they could, they'll be outside right now, if you know, barring them making you know an acquisition or no. But yeah, I think that's pretty fair. 
you know, those teams, you know, uh, but it wouldn't be surprised if one of those teams are a playoffs because, you know, everyone's going to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> it's the West, man. Like, yeah, if got, you look, yeah, yeah if you being pretty tight, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's, Jeff, Jeff has 45, Port- you might see a 45, you know, 44 win team not make the playoffs. Like, yeah. Where in the East, an eight seed will probably have 38 wins. I get, yeah, 38 or 37. Yeah, that's how I see it also. Yeah, Jeff, you have Portland, New Orleans, and Houston as your immediate three being excluded from the playoffs. I have New Orleans, Memphis, and Phoenix being my immediate teams being excluded from the playoffs. Those three, either group of three that we have, Jeff, in the Eastern Conference, you're probably talking about a five to five to eight. <laughs> yeah, five to eight. Yeah. You know, with New Orleans, Memphis, Phoenix, or you know, Portland, think, New Orleans, Houston. You're right. You figure I got Orlando. Yeah, I got Orlando at eight. I mean, I you know, Utah, Memphis are all you know to me. I think way better. But yeah, uh, that's why I did the East and West because I thought about doing power rankings, and I'm like, oh, this will just was get too convoluted to try and do the whole thirty. Yeah, it it, it would, and I think it makes it a little bit more fun to kind of break it up by conference here. But um, that's going to wrap up our way too early power rankings here on Breaking <laughs> the Game, brought to you by. The off the ball network, uh, Jeff, Chris, it was a pleasure as always to have you gentlemen on. Fun, I greatly I appreciate your time. Always, always a pleasure, fellas. Always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. But before we close out, we're gonna you know take you know pay some bills, so to speak. Here, uh, do a little bit of close up work. Uh, Jeff, let the folks know where they can find you and some of the things that you have. You're, you're a very busy guy, right? So yeah, here, got- I'll give you 10 minutes to, to <laughs> tell everybody what you got going on. Uh, no, no, I appreciate it. Uh, no, no, I got some things coming up. You know, I do Jeff Needs Sports for the sports podcast. Um, going to start doing pushing some more exclusive content for the Off the Ball Network, which is going really great. Um, I do, you know, the NFL Power Rankings every week. Go check them out and yell at me. I'm going to start doing some college football rankings. My beloved Ohio State Buckeyes start this week. So I'm going to start doing a weekly recap show called the Buckeye Remix every week for the uh, for the Buckeyes. And I'm still going to do the scouting report, which is like the preview of the coming football weekend. And then, of course, work with all the other guys, you know, so you see us on here all the time. Uh, yeah, we got some good things going and we're real happy about it. And um, yeah, it's a, I'm a busy guy. and it's, it, Every bit of it's fun. Um, r- really good time. Really good time. Excellent stuff. And uh, moving on, Chris. Here, 10 minutes because I know you, you're just as busy as Jeff, right? So go ahead and take care of the bills. Yeah, for sure. My girlfriend's going to kill me with all the mold stuff I have to do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Off the Ball Podcast, you can find me on all podcast platforms. Uh, obviously, you can follow me on social media, Off the Ball Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, go follow Off the Ball Network. You know, go off the ball dot off the ball network.com for articles, you know, podcasts and all that stuff. We got some good things coming up. Uh, my, my, uh, my show debuts on dash radio tomorrow. Yes. Which I'm super excited. Excellent I'm stuff. On, uh, on nothing but net radio. So I'll make my radio debut. That's it's great. Kind of weird in, in, a, in a sense. Cause it's, it's crazy. Like I didn't think, you know, uh, I even have any type of radio, you know, get the show on any type of radio. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of cool that you know I'll have more people listen, you know, uh, more ears listening to the show. So uh, you can catch me uh, at twelve o'clock Eastern. I, uh, I don't. Uh, what is that? Eleven? What? Tw- uh, I don't know. Eleven Central. Nine Pacific. Yeah, nine Pacific. Yeah, yeah, nine Pacific. And then what's what's uh, Google it? 
meet Malba say medieval times. Uh, eleven. Uh, what is it? Eleven uh, central. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm central, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm. I get my, my Middle control, Earth. But, uh, no. Yeah, but I twelve Eastern. So whatever time you figure yeah. out, you have yeah. So it's twelve Eastern. So you can listen on there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, twelve to one. You know, you can listen to the show. So I'm excited about that. So, that's uh, super great, man. That's yeah, yeah. much it, it, it's incredible I, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's I, 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 I did the show today, to and uh, it was it was weird. I haven't talked to myself. You know, I'm used to doing. You know, obviously, if you listen to my show, I usually have a guest or two or three or whoever, and uh, doing a show myself, I had to get back to the old roots. You know how it first started. <laughs> you know, so that was that's uh. That was fun, but excited about tomorrow to get uh, more, uh, you know, meet people listen to the show. You know, uh, I think it will be a good show for people to uh, for a debut show. So uh, hopefully people check it out. And uh, like I said, uh, nothing but net radio on dash on dash radio. Download the app and uh, check it out. You know, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 crazy, man. It's, I started off doing a freaking show by myself. talking <laughs> to my computer. Now I got, you know, I'm on the rate. I'm on. No, I'm on a, a radio, you know, on a big time platform. So that's it's great, just, man. It, nope. It's crazy. Nope. But uh, the, the network's going great. You know, we're, we're pumping out stuff and we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're just going to get better, which is, which is cool, you know. And, uh, you know, so uh, it's good times, good times right now. So I'm excited. Excellent stuff. And yeah, well deserved, man. Congratulations on getting Absolutely. picked up on that radio. That That's, that's incredible. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy that people like, you know, they they care enough that they like your show to put you on a you know a big platform where I mean there's over there's over a million people that listen to this station like wow, I, I mean it's like that's awesome, you know, so you know it's 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 cool so I'm excited for people to more people to to listen to the show and and get a little insight of how you know I do things and uh, so I'm excited. Yep, you should be. Awesome stuff. And and as for me, uh, again, just real quick, guys, uh, keep Austin and his family. You know, in your in your thoughts and prayers, I haven't got any updates yet, but um, you know, just just continue to do that. Um, thoughts and prayers are with his family. Um, but but as for me, you know, um, Stephen Gillespie here on the Breaking the Game podcast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast. I'm part of the Off the Ball Network, just like these fine gentlemen. You know, I had my bosses here on the show, and you know, it went all right. So it's a good. Anytime I get to link up with you guys, it's a good day. So appreciate you guys coming on. Um, you can find me on social media at Stephen BTG, which is for breaking the game, or um, you know BTG NBA Pod on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, go check out OffTheBallNetwork.com. You know Chris and I do, you know the NBA prospects, you know player profiles, so those are coming out. Um, got another one in the works that I'm going to be putting on here soon, so go check oh, that I got out. One I'm working on today too. I forgot to mention. Nice. Uh, you guys are always working. I got Sam Merrill out of Utah State. He's one of my favorite guys. So uh, I'm working. That'll be uh, out today. I'm working. Actually, working on it right now as we speak. So that's excellent cool. stuff. Today. So excellent news. stuff. Yeah. Breaking news <laughs> coming to you for your own. No, but uh, yeah, go check that out, guys. Uh, as always, gentlemen, this is a great show. Love working with you guys. You know, and uh, for all you guys watching or listening now or later, you know, your support is is vital to what we do. Really appreciate it. You Absolutely. you guys are the reason why we do what we do. And, and we love doing it. So just continue to support us. We're growing, developing, you know, getting sponsors now. We're, you know, oh, getting yeah. I'll, different I'll outlets. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll break that officially. Uh, yeah, so we're, we got a, a sponsor, which is pretty mm-hmm. dope. Like, so uh, we're working with Monkey Knife Fight, which is pretty cool. They're a daily fantasy network, uh, 
you know, a platform. So I'm excited to, to get to work with them. And, uh, you know, so like I said, man, the network keeps going strong. So make sure to follow, you know, well, we'll have more details on that. You know, uh, I'll, I'll send the guys over some stuff and, you know, we'll have more details on, on that. So go follow the website off the, obviously go off the ball network and you'll have some more stuff there. And also, uh, on the social medias, uh, I'll follow, uh, off the ball network on Instagram and go follow uh, OTB underscore network on Twitter. So Absolutely. we'll have more details in there, but uh, excited about that partnership with uh, Monkey Knife Fight. Excellent stuff. Yeah. So just again, guys, go check out all the great work that we have going on at the Off the Ball Network. Um, and we'll catch up with you guys next time. You know, take care of yourselves, love each other. You know, don't be racist, brush your teeth, <laughs> wash your hands. Am I missing anything, gentlemen? No, I think you covered it this time, man. That's, that's, oh. I think. Go vote. Go vote. Yep. We're always at we're always adding one, right? So go vote too. We'll add that in yep. next week. We'll, to each other people. Yeah. Get yep. a haircut. Get a haircut. Shave your beard, <laughs> Steven. You know, so <laughs> go and take care of yourselves and take care of everyone around you. And we'll catch up with you guys next time. Yes. Take care, guys.